0: Hello entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Laura L. Bernhard. Welcome back to the Marketing Bound Podcast, where we help you leverage inbound marketing strategies to grow your business. This week, we have a great episode with the CEO of Social Republic, Rob Illich. Rob takes us through five proven steps to get started on Pinterest and strategies on how to make Pinterest work for your business. As someone who isn't familiar with the platform, I ask all the questions you probably have, like, why isn't my one pin working? (laughs) How many hashtags to use? And if you should invest in a scheduling tool, if you're thinking of leveraging Pinterest for your business, this episode is for you. Be sure to listen to the very end and subscribe to the Marketing Bound podcast for more inbound marketing strategies. Rob, thank you so much for being on the Marketing Bound podcast. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, I'm super excited because we're really gonna get into Pinterest. And that's really yes. a social media. like I, I do social media, email marketing, all those things, but Pinterest is one of those things where I just never really, sank my teeth into and so like i did i do have an account i pinned like four things and then i was like how does this work <laughs> so sounds familiar yeah so and i feel like a lot of people have been asking me like oh we need an episode about pinterest so yes. no pressure yeah no, no i know there's a lot to cover so we're probably gonna have to have a second episode but let's just yes. start with some basics can you just tell us a little bit about Pinterest and maybe how you started using it, just to give people a little bit of a background.
1: Sure. Um, I've just been on um, a call with Pinterest this morning, which it makes it even, you know, even better and, you know, uh, even more relevant, uh, I would say. So I've got lots of data in my head, which is nice. Uh, Thank you, Pinterest. (laughs) Um, I'm not being paid by Pinterest, I wish it was. (laughs) It seems like Uh, it. (laughs) One day, other platforms are available. Um, I feel like Pinterest is, really underrated by businesses and um, that said there's 459 million people using it every single month so it can't be that underrated it's just when brands come to our agency they never seem to have a pinterest strategy in place or they never really look at it as a, as a social network they could be using and mm-hmm. um, either because they offer services and they don't see those services as, pro- as products or something they could promote and um, so Pinterest is a little bit different to other social networks in that it's more of a search engine and it's actually the third most used search engine behind Google and YouTube. Um, I believe it's the most popular used search engine um, as far as social networks go that isn't owned by Google. Um, So you're looking at, yeah, a lot of of searches. Um, So yeah, it's very visual. Um, You create boards uh, with particular themes and then you would pin your content to it. And one thing that's great about Pinterest is it encourages you to link back to your own website. Whereas every other network, if you post on LinkedIn or Facebook, if you include an external link, it would generally demote that post. uh, And it's kind of a big no-no.
0: Yeah. Uh, Whereas Pinterest
1: actively encourages you to do it. So it's always having that in the back of your mind.
0: Okay, that's amazing. So then tell us how service-based businesses can leverage Pinterest. Because right now it seems like, okay, you have a product, you promote the product, you link it back to your website, and then there's like the transaction there. But in terms yes. of a service-based business, does there have to be an extra layer of strategy? Explain that to us a little bit.
1: No, I, I don't think there has to be an extra layer of strategy. I think the, the first thing you need to do is have that strategy in place. Um, so if you, you are a service-based business, how can you, um, Create those services uh, into products or something visual that you can uh, that you can share. And the easiest way is uh, to describe it is using one of your blogs. So you have your blog content, and you then create an image that would promote that particular blog on Pinterest and make it stand out. and We'll, we'll go to that a little bit later. But um, there's lots of things that service businesses can do. And in terms of strategy, we usually look at, at five things. And um, the first one being goals. So what do you want to achieve? And at the end of every week, uh, every month, when you report back, um, have you achieved those goals and what do they look like? Um, The second one being one of the most important is audiences. So check that your audiences are on Pinterest, first of all. Um, A lot of brands make the mistake of thinking we need to be on every single social network when their audience might actually sit within a couple uh, social networks. Content as well, so how can you create Content that stands out amongst, you know, really really busy feeds. Pinterest obviously being one of them. And um, and then you can use things like uh, Pinterest Predicts. Um, trying to get those words out is really difficult. I've said Pinterest so much recently. it really hard to get it out. Um, you can use Pinterest Predicts to look at trends and what people are searching for that week in your country and um, what's trending. And then finally look at um, measuring performance. So how are you going to measure Um, what you've achieved that week or or that month and and what kind of success looks like to you. Um, And then generally, just make sure you're squeezing everything out of content by linking back to your site. Make sure you're always getting traffic back to your site.
0: Okay, I've never heard of Pinterest predicts. Is that part of Pinterest? (laughs) It's
1: it's hard to say, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I stumbled stumbled a little bit there, but I've never even heard of it. Is that like a separate... Is that like Google Analytics to Google?
1: Yeah, um, yeah. So it's publicly available. Um, you can go on uh, Pinterest predicts. <laughs> I really think that they didn't think about this before they they came up with the name. Uh, it's so hard, to get out. I'm gonna try it after a few beers. <laughs> um, Record press. Yeah, so you, <laughs> Yeah. <God. laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, you can go on. Um, it's a it's a new feature, um, oh, and okay. you can go on and, and you can search for um, say if you're. Um, an online coach for new mums, new moms, whatever it may be. And um, you can search for that and you can see what the trends are. So is it going up, is it going down? And it's something that um, the trends are very very important in terms of the algorithm. So if more people are actively searching for that pin, you've got more chance of being seen um, within you know, that feed.
0: So that would be a great tool to determine if your audience is on Pinterest.
1: Yes. So yeah, you, you would, Look at key, very similar to Google Analytics, um, looking at mm-hmm. Google keyword research. Um, put yourself in the shoes of your customer. What are they searching for? Don't think, oh, this is what I do, um, because we are terrible at it, you know, as a, a social media agency, as a lot of agencies are. Uh, we write content, or we try not to now, but traditionally agencies and other businesses will write content as they understand it and not what people are actively searching for. Um, so put yourselves in your customer's shoes, and it might be um, female, you know, twenty-five um, in a t- particular city, mm-hmm. but it could be someone who's your other audience persona could be you know, forty years old male in a different city. So put yourselves in their shoes and think about what they would be searching for, and search those trends and see if people are actually searching.
0: Okay, so then. Let's go through an example just quickly to go through those five five steps. So let's say um, I'm a personal trainer and I am targeting um, millennials. No, millennials is too big of a like twenty (laughs) five years of generation. (laughs) I'm I'm targeting twenty five to thirty year olds women who want to do weight training. Whatever.
1: Perfect. Um, Yeah.
0: So that's my target audience. I use Pinterest Predict to determine whether or not they're on the platform. And I don't know if this is um, an assumption or if this is true, but my thinking is that more women use Pinterest.
1: Yes, yeah, um, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, there are more women. I think it's around about, um, I want to say about 86% uh, female. Um, yeah, yeah, Some th- something like that. Um, I'll, I'll dig out the actual stat. Um, but yeah, generally um, female-focused. Um, with Pinterest predicts, it's more around what people are actually actively searching for and how okay. they're engaging with pins as opposed to audiences. Um, there is information out there in terms of audiences, but yeah, it's more around kind of activity than anything.
0: Okay, so then we figure out, let's say they are on Pinterest, beautiful. And yeah. now in terms of goals, yes. um, I guess we can choose like traffic to the website conversions. Yeah. yeah um,
1: lead, lead generation. If you, you could test it. say you you running ads as well. You could test, um, you know, lead generation on, um, one landing page or your homepage or, um, you know, a, another site, it could be, um, yeah, you, that could be one of your goals.
0: Okay. So I opened a Pinterest account. I posted four pins. I got like 16 views and that was it. How long does it take for things to start to take off, especially if people are just creating account like right after this episode?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's funny you say that. Um, It's very difficult across other platforms, other social networks to, I guess, go viral um, Mm -hmm. with a new account because a lot of algorithms um, favor accounts that have been active and consistent. Pinterest is a bit different. Um, We've seen research that has seen Accounts with just maybe a couple of hundred followers actually go viral and really stand out in the feed and um, you know be seen by a lot of people um, as opposed to somebody who say has forty thousand kind of followers. Um, so it is possible on Pinterest, and um, you just have to be consistent and test constantly. Test new new pins and new boards.
0: Okay, so that comes down to the actual content that you're posting on Pinterest, and. Yes. I I heard, and I don't know if this is true, that you have to post or pin uh, like four times a day. Is that true? Um,
1: I don't know about that particular statistic. Um, but there are certain times um, which are said to be better to, to post that. Um, again, um, it comes down to who your audience is. So if you if if it's a new mom, for example, mm-hmm. the generally you're going to be up quite late putting the child to bed. You know, early you know, 5, 6, 7 p.m. And then they would, you know, actively engage with social media. Um, So the two times are between 8 p.m. and 11 p.m. And interestingly, between 2 a.m. and 4 a.m.
0: Is that your time or my time?
1: It's, I guess, guess it's general across the board. It's not UK or Canada time. It's really kind of everything. Yeah, and I I I guess it is because if you... The matter where you are in the world, um, say if you're in the UK and you're posting at 11pm, uh, you're still catching people earlier in Canada, for example, where mm-hmm. you, whereas I'm still catching people um, here, you know, just before they go to bed, that sort of thing, where mm-hmm. people are scrolling, scrolling their feeds. And um, so those are the two times that I've, I've come out. But um, again, it's always worth, te- you know, worth testing
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, just to see how audiences react, what times. But those are the two times that
0: I've come uh, not- up. Okay. So we have, oh, I think I missed the, the fourth step of that strategy. Sure. What was that? So it's, um,
1: so it's goals, audiences, content, and then trends, which is where trends. you kind of, Pinterest uh, predict will come in and then it's kind of around measurement.
0: So what do you, what do you mean by trends though? Is that like paying attention to the trends on Pinterest?
1: Yeah, so what people are actively searching for, what people are engaging with. Oh, um,
0: okay. So in terms of like what people are typing in?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, perfect.
0: Okay, so let's say someone's listening to this episode. They're like, oh my gosh, I can kill it on Pinterest. (laughs) Uh, They create an account. Does it have to be like a business account?
1: Yes, if you want uh, analytics and everything else, um, definitely yeah, that should be the first kind of thing that you do is create that business account and make sure you sign up for that.
0: Okay, so they start a business account and then they post <laughs> one pin. Um, <laughs> because like I posted, I don't know, like three, four pins. I have zero followers still. Yeah. So maybe it's because I didn't go into um, like the trends to see if people were ac- actually searching up what I was... Uh, pinning about but for someone who's going to do this right after this episode what are like the f- first like three four things that they need to do
1: sure and um, also i found this i found the statistic um, oh, and okay. it's actually 66 female not 86 oh, and okay. um, age 25 to 34 is the kind of highest range
0: uh, obviously okay so on- if that's your target audience then pinterest is ideal for you
1: absolutely yeah definitely okay um so the four things um mm-hmm. that you kind of need to do and um these are kind of four steps in terms of pleasing the algorithm gods i guess if you, <laughs> you know if you will sort of thing um the first one is um kind of checking what's at home and what i mean by that is uh, your domain quality is one of the first things that the uh, algorithm will look at so if you, you can have the most amazing pinterest boards but then are the the website you're linking back to is a not trustworthy or b not relevant pinterest kind of it gets kind of turned off and it just says no you know this isn't kind of you're not you're not giving the best journey to users ultimately mm-hmm. so that's okay. kind of number one so get your kind of yeah get from the home sorted out first
0: okay okay what's the second
1: second one is pin quality so then it comes down to um how popular or current a pin is. Um, and you can judge this by, it basically judges this by engagement signals. So it's how people interact with your pin on Pinterest. Uh, so how popular it is, which you can improve by obviously looking at trends and what's popular. Okay. And-
0: Cause I was going to say, I'm like, nobody is engaging with my one pin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and what you can do is um, you can, basically take a, what we do as an agency when work, working with a, a brand strategy uh, for pinterest is we'll look at kind of the keywords they're looking to target or ones that we think are relevant and we'll look at the feed and what pinterest gives us and we'll mm-hmm. try and create a piece of content that if we gave it to 100 people 100 people say wow that you know that is the first pin that stands out we're just trying to make it so it stands out so much in feed because you, you know you're competing against them, so many things so yeah in terms of your pin structure it's uh, it's Judge by those sort of engagement signals. So, how many people are saving it? How many people um, are clicking through?
0: Okay. So then, also looking at competition.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. And then, what's next?
1: Um, then it comes down to you as a as a penner, uh, your quality. So, again, um, being consistent and um, very much like the Instagram Instagram algorithm, where it will not just look at what you're posting out, but um, your engagement with other accounts, if that makes sense. So okay. you're not just sat there, just creating content. You're actually, you know, actively engaging with other accounts.
0: So you need um, to spend some time on other people's accounts and like pinning them, I guess, or clicking through?
1: Yeah, so commenting, uh, clicking through, um, engaging with other pins. Okay. Um, okay. It's a bit like, I don't know if anyone else has this analogy with SEO, but the way I describe it is very similar. Um, to SEO is it's like building a house. So your bricks and mortar um, or, you know, in England, you know, everything's built with bricks, but um, your, outside of your house is kind of your structure. Um, and your web, say we're talking about SEO terms, it would be your website um, structure, SEO, that sort of thing. And then everything inside, you know, you, you, your couches, your cushions, everything that's kind of fluffy is your content. and It's very much the same. So you need to make sure that you have that bricks and mortar in place first, um, your structure in place first. So making sure your account is up to date, it links back to the right pages, um, your biography is kind of optimized, um, and then things. So those sort of things are are up to date. And then four kind of key questions to ask yourself is, uh, or what Pinterest will ask is, how often do you pin? Um, Do you pin actively and consistently, which is very important? how many saves and comments do you get? And then, uh, do you save uh, Pinterest views as high? Did they see? Uh, sorry, do you save content that Pinterest views as kind of high quality? So, if you're also saving high quality pieces of content, it will see that as a positive signal.
0: Okay. So, if my website has a bad domain authority, so this is like yes. the Google ranking in. Well that Google gives it um, is it worth going on Pinterest?
1: I still think so. yeah I think if you if, if you're still building that domain authority, if your mm-hmm. website is, is totally relevant to the, the pins that you're posting out or you posting a pin with a link to a page that is completely relevant, then I think yeah absolutely yeah I think it would be detrimental to not start activity just before you, you know, you've got your domain authority. up. Um, you can kind of do the same the two at the same time
0: okay so then let's say i'm i'm an entrepreneur and my interests are my business my personal training business but i also like cooking if i (laughs) interact with pins that are not related to my business is that gonna like do weird things with the algorithm
1: not really um you could mention in your biography that you're interested in those and then what you would do is the most important thing is to have separate boards so Pinterest really looks at relevance so topic relevance so if you publish a new pin Pinterest assigns it to um, a specific topic using keywords Mm -hmm. so just like any other search engine um, Pinterest is heavily focused on knowing why where and how to use right keywords so make sure that everything that is going within those boards is relevant to that particular topic. And the same with hashtags, which we could talk about for ages.
0: Okay. Okay. Then let's talk about hashtags a little oh, bit. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a little bit, okay? Because I feel like it's sure. super important. So you post a pin, are there, is there like a minimum number of hashtags that you should be posting?
1: Well, definitely one, for stand up. <laughs> Um, okay
0: guys everyone write this down a minimum of one hashtag
1: <laughs> there you go if you've got anything from this just use one hashtag <laughs> okay um, there's two things to remember um use hashtags where they can be clicked so where they're clickable so you can use that in your description in your post sorry in your pin and you can use them in comments as well which is very interesting so oh. you don't want to kind of spam people but they can be used uh, in comments too uh, there's certain areas on your Pinterest account that you just not work on in there, you better up with you know, better quality. Um, mm-hmm. I'll actually read um something for you um that Pinterest has said, so it's kind of coming from the horse's mouth. So um Pinterest has said when inserting a hashtag, we recommend you be specific and descriptive. Use words or phrases that describe the in the pin. We suggest you add no but more than 20 <laughs> hashtags per pin. So they're saying. No more than 20. So obviously a minimum of one, maximum <laughs> twenty. Um okay. So I wasn't research... expecting that many. Yeah, um, it's not as many as people use on, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the sweet spot we've found um from research is between two and eight. But, oh. Okay. Yeah. Which is a bit of a, obviously a weird number, but again, it can be slightly subjective. So just keep testing it and test mm-hmm. again, you know, try eight and then try two and then. See what happens and try a combination. The best thing to do is just imagine. I was gonna say imagine someone had the gun to your head, but maybe not that maybe <laughs> not that extreme. But if somebody said to you, right, I'm gonna give you a million dollars or whatever, if you yeah. pick the, the best hashtag, you, you can only pick the best hashtags. Just just think of just the only the ones that are relevant. Don't try and spam them, don't try and put too many in. Just make it really, really, really relevant. So um, for my
0: personal training business, it would be hashtag. Yes personal
1: training, hashtag women? Yeah, uh, you might find that women is too broad because if okay. you And then you might think, are people searching for... If I'm a, <laughs> a woman searching for personal training services, am I going to search hashtag women? I'm going to search women. So maybe, maybe not, but you could combine it so you, you could have women and then uh-huh. you could have personal training for women. Or,
0: okay, okay. So you could be a little bit you, more specific
1: yeah try both so some broad some specific um mm-hmm. you want so if you went on pinterest you might search home workouts for women mm-hmm. and then that could be the hashtags if it's relevant to what you
0: your yeah okay that makes sense and then so <laughs> without going too deep into the hashtags I think we did a good job.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's, keep, let's leave it there.
0: The <laughs> brief overview. So I just want to shift gears here and talk about like the tools out there that can help you, um, you leverage Pinterest for your business so that you're not constantly pinning because that can take a lot of time. And I know there's yes. one app called uh, Tailwind. Yes, And actually, one of the listeners, Eloise, who loves Pinterest, wants to know if it's worth investing into Tailwind for Pinterest.
1: Yes, great question. Um, and other platforms are available, of course. Uh, <laughs> not being paid by Tailwind either.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, not yet. Um, but no, I, I think there is a balancing act between platforms. Um, and you'll find the more reputable ones are obviously have links with social networks and the ones that don't you might kind of want to avoid because posts might get demoted Um, Mm and there are certain social networks that don't like you to schedule content Um, Pinterest not being one of those Um, so my my thought is always if it's saving you time and improving your creativity then why shouldn't you use it and and i think um something like tailwind especially for scheduling um is great and it, I guess it really comes down to, again, audiences and goals. So, understanding uh, when your audiences are online, so then you can post at the right time and what you actually want to achieve. Um, but, yeah, I'm a big, fa- a big fan of kind of not automation, but um, time saving it gets uh, by using these sort of platforms. So, definitely.
0: I also know that one of the features of Tailwind is that they actually repin things for you. And I know yes. that that's, I think it's an extra cost. So I'm wondering, is that also worth the investment? Because I I don't know Pinterest well enough to know if a repinning is good or bad. Again,
1: it, it would kind of please that algorithm in showing that you're active. Um, mm-hmm. What you what you just have to find a balancing act because you don't want it to be, become too irrelevant. I've seen lots of cases of brands that use automation and they get into a lot of trouble uh, with stakeholders because um, or users because they're liking content, they've put in a particular keyword and then Instagram's gone crazy or this platform's gone crazy and they've liked loads of inappropriate content Mm -hmm. Um, or just things that aren't relevant. So just make sure you're being um, as specific as possible when using those sort of tools and just keep an eye on what it's actually doing. And then then obviously it's doing the right things and it's saving you time and keep using them. Um, And then there's another feature where you can get other users to engage with your content. Now this is a I guess this is a whole nother issue, a whole nother topic. Um I guess it's quite controversial because some say it's kind of vanity metrics and they're just kind of engagement pods and they don't really mean anything. But at the same time, if they're relevant audiences, then you maybe you should be using them. Um, so wait, what are they called? So like I'm not sure I'm not exactly sure what they call on tailwind. Um, they're like engagement pods. So you okay. can join groups of different people based on your topic and they will engage with your content if that makes sense.
0: Mm, you and throw, you can do that on Pinterest.
1: It's on Tailwind. So this is oh. a feature of Tailwind. Um, but there are other ways you can do it. Um, they're called engagement pods, They've um, been around for for quite a while. You'll see them on link even on LinkedIn now, um, where you'll see someone's got like yeah. a thousand likes to a post and or the comments are just completely irrelevant. And, you know, some people like it, um, just the vanity metrics and and others don't because uh, it's not kind of relevant to what they're doing. Um, So again, that should be a balance in
0: Okay. So before we end this interview, and I have to get you back on Marketing Bound Podcast because (laughs) there are so many other things we need to talk about. Are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) I think we can do like three episodes. Easily, yes. <laughs> but just before, just before we end this one, um, I wanna know if there's any kind of growth strategies that you can share with the audience so that they can apply all these steps, but then when it's maybe not working for them, they can fall back on this maybe one growth strategy that you can share with them.
1: Oh, that's, that's a very good question. I would say stick to those five um, aspects of the strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, and look at those first of all because um, if you don't have one, then if, if one kind of falls away, then you need them all together. If that makes sense. So but you can move in kind of any order, but that's the order we we found is the best in terms of number one, looking at your goals, what you want to achieve. It makes you mm-hmm. accountable then for the content you're producing. Um, the second one is audiences. Create personas. You know, give them names, give them job titles, uh, how much they earn, everything like that really get to know them um the third one content uh definitely so how can you create content that stands out on a busy feed um even take a screenshot of that particular page um mm-hmm. based on the keyword you think or have found that your audience are using uh use things like interest predicts um for trends you know live live trends and kind of finally uh, and number five how are you going to measure that so What does success look like at the end of every day, every week, every month? Um, Those are my kind of go-tos in terms of growth strategy.
0: Okay. But if something is not working, it has to be one of those five things.
1: I would say so, yeah. Um, It's either um, audiences um, or content. And content can cover how it looks, Mm -hmm. how it's published, at what time it's published, and everything like that. It's usually one of those two in terms of audiences or content, Um, and you've you've got to obviously do your research before, um, but generally we'll look at those two in particular.
0: Amazing. Well, Rob, I feel like this was such a good, like, basics of Pinterest to, like, I can go get started now, so that's amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much. So just before uh, we leave, tell everybody where they can work with you.
1: Okay. Um, So I am the CEO of uh, Social Republic and the best place to find me or where you'll definitely find me is LinkedIn. If you haven't seen one of my memes already, uh, then definitely follow me on LinkedIn, connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, Or you can visit obviously our website, um, social-republic.co.uk. We work with ambitious, famous brands and brands with ambition to become famous.
0: Love it. I'm going to link all that in the show notes so people can find you easily, but thank you so much, Rob.
1: Thank you.
0: Cheers.